0: Riding downtown in New York City, I know you want to be there, I bring you in, party in the club like that track from Fitty. cause life is so good, let's go and vibe with me. Riding downtown in New York City, I know you want to be there, I bring you in. This is what I'm doing. Tell me that you want to do it with
1: me. Hi, DTR family. Welcome back to Dare to Rise. I'm your host, Nicole. And with me, as always, is my partner in crime, Miss Tina Kay. Hi, Nicole. I was trying to hold in a giggle there. I just feel like giggling oh. tonight. Because <laughs> we're so excited for our special people we have today on our platform, right? Absolutely. No. Absolutely. So um, how have you been? I'm, I've am i been doing really well. Yeah.
2: Um, just going with the flow, feeling some positive energy. Uh, I struggling with some allergies tonight. So allergies are very difficult, but when you put on mascara and it's still wet and then you sneeze,
1: it just takes it to a whole other level. (laughs) I unfortunately cannot relate, but I still am sending you good vibes your way. friend. (laughs) Awesome. What about you, Nicole? What have you been up to? Oh goodness. Um, full swing. Soccer seasons going with my kids, the community coalition that I'm on. We're moving forward with a lot of great things that we're doing in our community with our coalition. I remember sharing with our detour family, you know, I assisted writing my first grant and we got money for that. So just working on better ways to educate and support our community, which has been really fun. It's been a learning opportunity. And yeah, just in the full swing with kids back in school and You know, keeping busy, really. Oh, are you? What else do you have to share? (laughs) Well, I was just showing
2: you a picture of the book really quick, just because I um, got my box of books in the mail
1: this week. And um smelling the pages. I love well, so. just to remind everybody, Tina was um part of an anthology a couple episodes back, and her book was published, and they were actually um, designated as an international bestseller. So that was a huge accomplishment for Miss yes. Tina. Yes, it Hi.
3: was.
2: <laughs> it was exciting. Um, I got the box of books in. I've had several of our listeners reach out and ask for a copy. So you know, when the podcast drops, if anybody else wants a copy, I will be happy to ship it or special deliver it.
1: Oh no, I love that. I think that's what's so exciting about, um, Ogden and where we live are people that are just so supportive of one another, really getting out there and helping, um, uplift other people's platforms and just really being such a really unity of like, if you look at the word community, unity is such a big part of that. And it's such a meaningful portion of the word. And that's why our amazing people that we have on tonight, are really making huge strides and making Ogden even better than what it already is. We have Absolutely. Ogden filmmaker, Ken Badass Sullivan, um, <laughs> who believes there's a badass inside of each one of us that deserves to be discovered. He's mentored by international best-selling author and persuasion science expert, Dr. Robert Cialdini. Ken has been a consumer psychology consultant for the past 17 years. Ken and his partner, Brandy Mackey, co-host The Badass Show and direct Badass Films. Ken leverages science to help companies move from making money to creating clarity, collaboration, and making the world a more intentional and enjoyable place to be for all of us. In everything we do, we believe in choosing to listen, to learn from the unique experience of others instead of listening to react. We can learn life isn't happening to us, rather for us. Inclusivity accepts and transcends talk of diversity and is perhaps the most mature, humane, dignified and loving characteristic to develop it can transform our world and these two people are doing exactly that here in our community and we're so fortunate to have Ken Sullivan and Brandy Mackey on Dare to Rise welcome guys to the podcast welcome
4: thank you thank so you. much we feel welcome
1: oh good. i hope <laughs> so
4: machi. oh
1: machi. brandy forgive me
4: no big <laughs> deal it's fine, fine. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs>
1: I made it seem less exciting than what it really is. So I apologize. (laughs) So how are you guys doing tonight?
4: Exceptional. Fabulous. Rocking and rolling. Oh, Oh, I I love love it. it. Living the team.
1: Oh, I love it. So I I will tell this quick little story with our audience. So I am probably one of the few people that still reads the standard examiner, but I will until forever and always, because I love reading the paper. And I came across this amazing story about um, this creator who is Really doing some great things here in Ogden and um had a big phrase about og Og dignity and it was Ken Sullivan and I just was everything about his article just really resonated with me. and I called Tina and was like, we, I, we have to have these people on our podcast. They are amazing. I love the talk about being inclusive and just being a part of solutions and uplifting one another. It really just resonated so much. So cold call just said, Hey, who, who am I? And they were so gracious to come on to the podcast guys. So you never know what you're going to learn in the newspaper.
4: That's right.
1: Thank you.
5: (laughs) Thank you for reaching out, This yeah. is oh, yeah. um,
1: guys. But so, tell us, like, tell us more about badass films. About you, your badass show. Tell us about how this concept came to be and how you guys started your platform.
4: <laughs> That's a trick question because it's like the whole. Um, this is a culmination of my entire life so far. It's uh, right here. Um, I found out a handful of years ago that it. I don't have to be stuck to all my head stories of the past. Mm -hmm. And I was liberated from my anxiety by letting go of all these ideas that I had to like pay attention to some of my so-called future that might not or might get here. And so I, I, I discovered the now and a place of presence. And the more I was practicing trying to be present instead of think about presence, but just be present, it just keeps on coming. And so I'm still here doing it right now, this very second but there is a possible skill that we can all gain that I've learned that we can just basically learn how to put our ego over into the co-pilot seat and then train our ego to learn how to listen to learn instead of listen to react, for example. And so that as soon as I started listening to learn, the more I was practicing and I'm like, Oh my God, every single person I come in contact with has this amazing story, this most unique experience (laughs) is like every one of them is adding so much value to my life. I'm like, how in the world could I stop doing this? And I just, Keep going. And so like I just found out that there is no such thing as anything outside of me anyway, because it's all right here in the now. Mm-hmm. But because I want to be right here in this 3D physical experience, I want to have all these emotions. I want to have all these feelings. I want to know what it's like to have those same kind of experiences that somebody's looking for when they're rock climbing or driving their car fast or anything where we're looking for that feeling of what's what's that exhilarating feeling where we feel like we're just present.
3: Mm.
4: And so I practiced that presence saying more and more and more. And now I just found out that I hear this effortlessly falls into my path. And I, of course I'm going to say yes, because I know the answer to everything is already everything. Anyway, <laughs> we're all already okay right here in the now. And I know that as soon as I accept fully that I'm okay right here in the now, now I can empower myself to say, now, what do I want my story to look like
3: mm-hmm. instead
4: of acting Not like that. I'm stuck in any kind of a fixed idea at all about any, attachment to any kind of individual past that I have. So I found out that we're all just like we're all finding out right now. We're all doing the exact same thing, finding out that we we all go from a place of dependency through our codependencies, trying to find out if independency really works, you know, this whole concept of self-sufficiency. It's a pretty strong, strongly held notion. And I held it for you know for the first 40 whatever, three, 43 years of my life, I guess. <laughs> that I felt like self-sufficiency was the most highest and the most noble thing we could possibly ever attain. And the more self-sufficient I got, the further away from reality I got, and the further into individualism I got, and the more suffering I was doing. And so I just found out that the most suffering I ever do when I was the most individual, the most independent, and then I discovered this thing called interdependence and collaboration and co-creation, and all of a sudden effortlessly, all the beautiful things just start happening. You just have to just give, 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 give people actually what they actually want. And then all of a sudden you're just getting it all. I mean, you're getting more than you can possibly receive. I mean, it's just always just always surprise. I like surprising myself now by just giving and then just finding out what's what's happening. there's no, it just happens. It always (laughs) does. So that nutshell kind of my background is, uh, I've been a consumer psychology consultant. So I've been working with businesses for so many years. And I just found by talking with all of them, and I used to say in 16 years of doing this, I've never found one single company that answered the, the a why. When I asked them what their why was, I would always say, Hey, why are you doing this? And whether it's the CEO of the company or anybody in the company and everybody would have their own reason, their own thing they would say, but almost every single time they would give us a how or a what. And so over time, I'm learning that all these businesses are out there just trying to make money. And there was every once in a while, I'd find a company that was really trying to do something different. And, and I could see their social impact in their little communities and their ways there. And I thought, man, why wouldn't it be awesome if I just could spend all my time just working with these kind of people because they're more enjoyable to spend my time with because they <laughs> actually seem like they care about me too. Like we're, we're kind of like in this together. It's like, hey, we're going to co-create some art together instead of just take advantage of your services so we can make some more money. Yeah. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, I just got to the point where I, I said, I only want to work with companies now that want to get more intentional. They want to gain more clarity. I got clear. Now. I know that I can help people get clear and I can help them gain influence.
3: Mm-hmm. And
4: So I can help other people get their clarity too. If I wanted to, like we do have the monarch, all the artists are trying to figure out exactly which way they want to put themselves forward. And so then we'll I'll interview them and ask them a series of questions and find out what's really going on for them, what's really emotionally driving this whole thing. And pretty soon they're answering questions about their why that they didn't even know that they actually had those answers inside themselves. And so then it's just this place of empowerment where, like, yes, I am an artist. All <laughs> 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 the artists that we've put together so far with the walking artists. That, I mean, this is our walking art, right? This mm-hmm. is- we're just articulating when we talk, right? We're just articulating. It's just our art, and so yeah. I can change any of it that I want to. So, so can.
2: You like this, you have this vibration, this energetic vibration, and, and you're at this level that's just drawing more people to you. Like it drew us to you too. And I think that's such a, that I think that's really where people are trying to get to try and dive diving into is to be at this vibration that just feels good where you are co-creating and you are just living in this beautiful moment, like what we're doing right here on the podcast and being vulnerable with each other, but recognizing that truth or the the why of of what we're doing here, the why of Dare to Rise podcast. So I'm interested, Brandy, what drew you to Ken? What what kind of brought you to him and, and wanting to pursue this badass stuff too?
5: Um well right at the very 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 beginning, it was Tinder.
3: <laughs> oh yeah, I really, gender.
1: I'm not gonna lie, I literally had a blonde moment. I was like, what is that? <laughs>
3: <"Duh."> Sorry, guys.
5: <laughs> I love it. I I am very drawn to Ken's energy and the monarch. Like the first time I met him was here at the monarch, and I had no idea that this place was here. And I and that it's so magical, huh? Love, oh, yeah. yeah. I it's love magic. what's going on here. I love um what Ken's doing. And then, um, and I was working for Pinterest for a little bit and he asked if I wanted to help produce the badass show and start moving from just doing, um, films video, um, for people also doing the badass show. And yeah, I love, I mean, just as a nonprofit, we're doing this for everybody And I love that. I love that whole idea and the energy behind it.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, it's contagious. Like I really felt it reading it on paper and then just getting to talk with you guys. It really is so inspiring, inspiring. And I find it so refreshing. And it really is. I think we've all been on the, on, on our own journey in a sense, but I love Ken, when you're talking about intention and really getting more intentional with our purpose and what we, what we spend our time with, because sometimes we do get fixed kind of what you were describing with your, your clientele. We're so fixated on the money or, you know, the clout or where, where it's going. And that can only fulfill you for so long, right? Like really getting intentional into that deeper deeper part of your heart or in your spirit or your soul, however you want to look at it. Like when you're really doing work intentionally or spending your time with things that truly fill your soul, that really, to me is, it's really magic. It, it's life-changing. It
4: magic. Yes. It's magic. <laughs> yep. Yeah, that's what we're all finding out. I, I just, every day I live right now, I just find out I'm more and more and more magic.
1: I love it. <laughs>
2: <It's> <laughs> you magic. fit in with so many of our guests. It's just so, a- We just create a magical
4: place. (laughs) I love it. No, I
1: love it. So can you tell us where you, where did you come up with Og Dignity? Where did that come from?
4: I was meditating in my kitchen one morning and just, and and kind of a, and when I say meditating, most people are going to have their own ideas of what I mean by that. Right. I have my own version of it. So I'll just kind of give you a summary of real fast. I was meditating in a way to where I'm Lean I'm I'm fully like standing up and I'm squatting down. I used to not be able to, I was I used to be 318 pounds and I used to not be able to bend over like but more like more than like this. And I got to the point where and I just kept on going, kept on going because I found out this from discovering yoga and going through vipassana and doing meditation. Mm-hmm. I found that if you if you instead of trying to stretch, if you relax into stretch then there's this magical little thing that happens and you're respecting balance and you find the sweet spot and all of a sudden it's all thanking you and like it's just hard to describe in words but you're taking awareness and love to that area yeah i'm just sitting there in this most exquisite little the deep, deep 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 moment and i'm like having this i'm getting really deep and i'm trying to get my body fully liberated from any kind of tension whatsoever any kind of resistance whatsoever i want to have full physical freedom full physical surrender Brandon, will you just turn that light back on That top button right there? Um, and so I want to have, um, have that. And I'm down in this deepest thing. And I'm just feeling so grateful for right where I'm at. I'm feeling like, man, I've never been this far. I've never been this. I'm just right on the very front of what I felt like. it's, Yes, I'm right here on the very front edge of the universe. And I'm given in that exact moment of just like feeling like I'm just as far as I possibly ever gotten in this point. I'm just the word dog dignity comes to my mind. Mm-hmm. So I go walk over to my computer, and I and I went to GoDaddy, and I typed in OgDignity Dignity, and the .dot com is available. And so I just bought it because it was that strong. Mm-hmm. I don't need that .dot com at all. It's just sitting there. If anybody wants it, they can have it. Do something with it. I I guess. <laughs> I don't know why. I <laughs> it. All I know is that it felt so strong, and it all came to me. So it comes because I had been thinking about this concept for so long, and that I have had life experience where I had most of the people in my entire life start to think that I was scary because I didn't believe the things I used to believe. And they were all part of my religious community, my family and friends. And all of a sudden I became scary because I was asking too many questions.
3: Mm.
4: And I, my, I felt like my integrity and my courage was disassembling my current identity. And I got to the point where I fully lost my entire identity as an ambassador for my, for my religion. And now I started to realize that I was um, really uncertain about things. (laughs) So I had to find a place of comfort inside of uncertainty and inside the unknown and trying to deal with all that, what I was untangling with and having lost all the community and everything. So this concept of dignity was something so strong to me because I had been taught things like it was okay to forsake your family for a belief because Mm -hmm. your reward is going to be bigger when you die. And I thought, wow, this doesn't make sense. You're telling me to love at the same time. I thought it was like love above ideology, relationships above theology, human connection above belief. I thought it was, I mean, what, what, I don't understand the the pillars. I don't, what is the, where's the priority? And so as I was dissecting that whole concept, I was asking myself, how dignified am I? not knowing I was even using, I wasn't using the word dignity yet, but I was asking myself constantly, am I getting in my own way? How am I getting in my own way? Look at how unrelatable I really am. I'm so unrelatable. Look at how unempathetic I really am. And I started becoming extremely honest to the point where I was like, okay, <laughs> I now know how to be hundred percent honest because I have been now for quite some time. I'm not going to, the tiniest little lie I tried to tell, two years, a year and a half a year, however long ago it was now, I tried to tell a little lie to my son one day and it pierced me so hard to the, I was, and I immediately went to him and told him, Nope, I can't tell him that and it was, it was really me trying to protect him, but I did it in a way. It was like, Nope. And I just immediately, it felt so acute. And so I know now that the place where all of the best feelings in life exist, where we're actually living and act, and not acting like life's happening to us. Mm-hmm. We're actually living. We're actually living right here in the now empowered, knowing that I'm in full control of every single part of my actual destiny. It's whatever I want it to be, anything I want it to be. I can actually take this and go any single direction. And all I have to do is just actually be brave enough to go and seize it. And so if I can conjure it up in my mind, I found out that I, could, I can make it happen. So what you're seeing right here, all of it, all of this is, Part of me manifesting this all, and it's part of you manifesting. And you, and you, and every one of us—we've all manifested this exact present moment. Mm-hmm. And here we are collaborating like a bunch of badasses, saying, <laughs>
3: that unique experience. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that
4: has your unique experience. So, how in the world could I possibly learn what I could learn from unless I can learn it from you? Mm-hmm. How? So, in, as soon as I'm listening to learn instead of listening to react, mm-hmm. got that ego trained. Now you just listen, and all of a sudden you you get new little tidbits of wisdom every single moment along the way, but I wrote last year because of how much everything was, just, everybody was going through everything. And I said, well, what is my art? My highest form of art. I have an art studio here at the Monarch. Everybody in town sees me as a filmmaker. I'm the guy that did the, the, uh, the video for all the people here at the Monarch, the other artists who wanted to have the best possible way for people to emotionally connect with their art. And so I have a a process that I, that I, that I learned to go through and I I learned how to dig in and I like to figure out what's really going on for somebody so I can show them so that people can actually emotionally connect with their art so they can engage with it and benefit with, if they want to. And so, um, back me up one second. I just lost my train of thought. Where was it? Remind me where I Um, was.
2: Creating the, creating the films, films that build connection and help them identify their why.
4: So most people in town know me as this filmmaker. So I'm, I'm making film here. I'm running around with my camera. There'll be an event and I'm grabbing footage. So most people see me as that, but really I've been a consumer psychology consultant for the past um, umpteen years, built a bunch of companies, helped a whole bunch of other people build companies and have this understanding of some, you know, having looked at so many of them that there's this big, huge piece missing in the, in the constructed world, in the marketplace of consumption, there's this missing piece of the living we're consuming but we're not really living while mm-hmm. we're consuming if we're not aware of what's really going on yet and so as uh, filmmaker as as i'm as i'm as i'm trying to decide how i'm going to actually go move forward everything slows down and everybody puts on masks and it all gets really dead last year And I'm having this feeling inside of myself like this is so powerful. I'm feeling this is so beautiful. Why is this so beautiful? I don't know yet, but I'm still learning. And and I see all this fear around me. I see all this anxiety. I see all this depression. I see people. But I am also watching people like empowering themselves and gaining more like from going inside and having more downtime, it's like, how valuable is that downtime? And just seeing how valuable it was all, I, I said, you know, I, I now have this firm belief without any single doubt whatsoever. And I can prove it. Just put me together with one single person and I can guarantee I can find out how much of a badass they are by <laughs> digging down deep in there, unless they're unwilling to actually participate. But if they're willing, I can find it. I mean, I'm, I, I will figure it out. So every single one of us, if we're all badasses, I personally have this feeling and this belief that's so strong that we deserve to be discovered. I mean, look what I'm choosing to do with my time. I don't need this. I don't need it. I'm not attached to it. I don't have to have the badass show. I don't have to have badass films. I don't have to have Ken. I don't have to have this. I want it though, and I want to actually have it because I want to actually collaborate with you. And most of the people that I want to collaborate with they're spending time being resistant to other humans and what they're not aware of yet. And there's nothing wrong with this at all because everything's okay right here in the now. And we're all okay. Everything really is okay. And if we all just really knew that, then we're all surrendered. And then we're fully empowered. And then this whole thing may, might get over faster. So maybe we want the story to keep on going. <laughs> 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 I want my story to- keep on going like it is right now. And I want to keep on, I like all the emotions that I feel and, and ride those waves and, and see how instructive they are. They're all just like this little river, right? Straight to the now where all the best stuff is. There's no such thing as love except for right here in the now.
3: That's presence beautiful.
4: Doorway to love presence is the doorway to love. I love that. It's the only place love exists. It's the only place you'll feel gratitude the only place that we feel fulfilled. We don't feel success in anything external. We're trying to be successful with these external things. And there's no such thing. The only place that success exists is right here in the now. Now, if we want to go and have some sort of skill that we gain, that's like some exquisite little thing where we can become the, you know, best chess player in the world or whatever, then that's a skill that we can gain. But eventually at some point, we're probably going to, care about actually becoming a little bit more balanced and finding some more relatability with others. So at some point, maybe we're going to find that socially we want to actually act like we're more actually connected to this whole thing. And we're to see more of our actual impact and feel more of the actual impact that others are having on us. And so just by analyzing it inside of myself and seeing how damn undignified I have been for so much of my life, with my own kids, with my own family, with my own, all my own people, as nice and as awesome of a person as I've always been, as giving as I've always been, as loving as I've always been. I was just such an asshole to so <laughs> much, so much time. and I never even knew it. I was just such a pious. I mean, just, I was socially exclusive.
3: Mm. Fanning
4: the flames of violence completely. Didn't even understand that concept of dignity walking around, knocking on people's, you know, interrupting people's lives saying, eventually you're going to come around to my special way of seeing things. Trying to convince them as if it was a necessity because it was a, you know, this really important part of me that I, that just had to do it. It was my identity. And now I look back on it all. And the whole time I was doing it, it was perfect. (laughs) It was exactly what I wanted. Nothing was wrong with it the whole entire time. All of it has been a part of my story right here in the now. That's all such an important part of me, the the how far in I was on all that. And now how much I respect it and just see that, you know, every single person who thinks anything even remotely close to what I used to think, even as socially exclusive as it is to think that there is nothing wrong with it. We can if we want to, though. And that's exactly why we're hosting the Badass Show is to showcase (laughs) the fact that we can actually be just actually be inclusive instead of continuing to talk about diversity, which is perhaps why we're still so divided. Absolutely. There's a lot of division and a lot of divisiveness that comes out of the talk of diversity. So inclusivity accepts, like you read in the beginning, but it also transcends talk of diversity And it's perhaps the most loving and rewarding and humane characteristic that we can develop. It's dignified. It's dignity. It actually respects the person before me who I even maybe vehemently disagree with. I can perceive the beauty in their their existence and their ability to, to just have their own viewpoint and speak their own truth and see them as my teacher right then. And every moment is potentially instructive.
2: I'm speechless, but I'll start here. (laughs) Everything that you're saying, um, I I wrote down kind of what you thought your identity was to what our 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 dignity means to you now. Everything that you're talking about with this inclusivity, that is all of those experiences what brought you to have a deeper and rich understanding of what being the inclusivity part of it, but it building connection. And, um, you know, I've talked about this with Nicole and with some other friends that we all really just want to have connection. We want to be witnessed. We want to be heard. We want to feel connected and we want to feel loved and we can have all that. And we can live in the moment right now and experience all of that. And it's all by our own choice. And so I love what you're doing. I spent some time today watching some of your um, badass films out there and i just have to tell you as in the in all the all i watched probably almost all of them on your website but <laughs> uh, because what it did was it well it kind of gave me a little tickle and when i say tickle i mean like in my heart and my soul like a connection in a video that's going to be about a minute just a connection immediate connection to these people that I, as a viewer had this immediate understanding of their why and the motions behind it. And so I can see how you're taking your experiences and, and, um, your background to build this, um, communication vehicle that just brings connection, brings people together and an appreciation for another human.
4: Yeah. And it empowers us in the very yes. moment of doing it. it. just, we're all just, it's fully empowered to just do whatever mm-hmm. it's, so liberating to stop thinking that life's happening to us.
2: Yeah. It, just
4: just, just to stop thinking it, just surrender the idea completely. Anytime it comes, just let go to stop thinking and identify with the concept of being. And then just be and be and be just and be, be and be okay, be okay, be okay, be okay, be okay. I'm not okay, I'm not okay, but you okay, 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 be okay until you're okay. You're not even honest yet, you're not relatable. So, damn it, be okay because the rest of us want to connect with you and you're being resistant to us.
1: I love it. And I I talk about people's paths crossing for a reason. I'm learning so much. And I I say this a lot, every guest, we are so fortunate to have crossed paths with because we've continued to grow. And it's like our own metamorphosis in a sense of, um, looking really within ourselves of, you know, how we want to continue to evolve or connect with people and inclusive. I can't even say now inclusivity really is. Thank you. So you can help me say this word tonight, but, um, but just the concept of it really is transformational. It really is. If we really really understand the word or the meaning behind that and really implement that concept into our our interactions with people, I would hope that we wouldn't be so divided. I think that's something the last year or so, when you look at anything news or social media or whatever you're looking at stuff, it is what, 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 what divides us, what's different about us instead of having, well, what connects us, what makes us, relatable how can we connect with one another and that's what's so beautiful of what you're doing with your guys's platform is let's celebrate the things that are we're we're alike and even the things that are different we can celebrate that too but let's look at treating each other with dignity and respect and compassion and empathy as well
3: exactly
4: yeah and it even gets way more exhilarating if you just actually want to take it to the next level and say hey I wanna I want to know how they actually can teach me right now. <laughs> I have yes. several, like homeless people around town that are some of my biggest teachers in life. Mm-hmm. I mean, some of the most badass people I know are choosing to be homeless right now. And they know they're choosing it. And they are learning so much so fast that they wouldn't have it any other way. Mm-hmm. And I just have so much respect for these people. Just the whole concept that they're living life because they're willing to actually do this. I mean, you know how many times I wanted to kill myself because of how painful this existence got? I mean, I think a lot of your listeners can resonate with the fact that life gets tough. And it got tough for me where I didn't want to live anymore. And then I had an experience halfway through my first week of Vipassana where I found out that... I found out what full surrender meant by experience. And then I then had new experience that it, it, it was way more powerful than any thoughts that I'd ever thought before. It made every thought that I ever thought seem like it didn't matter at all. As a matter of fact, I knew that they didn't matter, but at the same time, they all mattered precisely. And so it's like this, the paradox of life that we just have to accept the reality that we have to find this place inside of ourselves. That we have, we're have we full of chaos we're full of the order we're full of masculine energy we're full of feminine energy we're full of we're full of all the most heinous stuff if we can't own the reality that the so-called thing outside of us the so-called thing in the so-called past called hitler or genghis khan or any of these that's inside of us that's inside of me inside of you inside of all of us we have the potential for all of it i don't want to do that i don't want to be like that cuz i actually like living in a world where we're all like more like Harmonious and peaceful, and right, and like looking out for each other and helping each other, it just feels better. I, I think we all like this concept of, like you were saying, Tina, the concept of belonging, just mm-hmm. feeling like you're being heard and seen and understood. It's so basic, but you know how many people right now, when you're walking out in the road, feel that the, the sense of belonging? It's so small, it's so small. There's so few people that actually feel like they belong, and so. When we stop and we just ask ourselves if we're honest yet in every single possible way, do I accept everything right now as it is? That's full honesty. As soon as I get to that point, I could go here if I want to, I can sit around and analyze. I can sit there and just meditate and just observe instead of participating at all. I can do all of the above, but it seems like what I really want down deep the very most is to actually live some sort of life that has some sort of meaning. And I want some sort of reason for waking up in the morning. And so if you don't have a reason for waking up in the morning yet, come get on the badass show. I want to talk to you (laughs) and find out what you have to offer, because I already know that you're beautiful beyond anything you've comprehended so far. And Unless you know your beauty, you haven't learned to live yet. We're full. We're whole. We're not broken. I used to think I was so broken. That's why I wanted to kill myself. But we're whole. We're complete. It's okay. Right here in the now, everything is okay. So we could, all of us right now, if we wanted to, no matter when we're listening to this in the so-called Past or future, it's always right now. If you're listening to this, it is always right now. And right, this moment, yeah. you called this moment. You're listening because you called this moment to yourself. Know that that's what's really happening. You made this happen. Now, what do you want your story to look like? Anything you want it to be. This is the first moment of the rest of your entire life. It's not just talk, <laughs> it's actually just how it really works. We can mature to the point where we know that that's a skill that we can gain to learn, to learn. We don't get taught to listen, to learn in school. We're taught to follow. Exactly. And follow what a system of constructed things that, I mean, how well does the whole entire medical field in general care about people? Is it a caring about people thing or are we trying to put band-aids on things? Or, I mean, what's going on in that field? What's going on with the education system? You know, no matter where you go, it's a constructed world of a whole bunch of, so what, what's at the very top of all that? Who constructed it? Why? What's, what's going on here? Wait a minute. What's going on right here in my own world? <laughs> let me stop paying attention to all this stuff out here. Let me, let me shut my phone off for a second. One of the best things I ever did, by the way, this is probably the healthiest thing I ever did, was get off social media for eight months straight one time. I haven't been on there now for quite some time. And we're wanting to get back on because actually we're wanting to actually do this. And we know that people are actually connecting in this way. So we want people to actually be able to connect with it. So we're getting back on. But I want to have help with doing that because I don't want to spend a bunch of my time sitting there getting the constant bombardment with the constant push notifications of now you need to pay attention to this, now you need to pay attention to this, now you need to... I don't need to pay attention to anything. As a matter of fact, anything that somebody tells me is the news. I know for 100% fact, that they're not respecting the now <laughs> they're not respecting the now because they're saying, this is the news. Right. So what I know is they're telling me their religion, their religion of one. This is what I'm holding tight to right now. This is what I'm attached to. This is what happens. This is what's, this is what science says. This is the right thing. And then we're choosing sides. So you go on social media and there's no option. The ego has no option but to choose sides because everything's right and wrong, appropriate and inappropriate, good and bad. That's good and evil. Well, you ask one single person what their version of evil is, and then we can go find a group of people who actually call that a sacred thing, and we can show the benefits that come to the rest of us because of it. It's on and on and on. The things that it's, when somebody calls good, somebody else is calling bad, and it's just a constant thing. Well, do we need to do that? No, it's just childishness. We can do it if we want to, and there's nothing wrong with it. We can do it if we want to, but if we let go of the idea that we need to do it and just find a way to like have our own back, like to tame our inner critic, have this battle going on in our head, conversation, speaker and listener back and forth, back and forth.
3: Which one are you? Are you the speaker or the
4: listener? I used to think I was just the speaker and my son helped me my oldest son he was like 18 at the time and he was sitting at the table he's like dad you're doing it right now you're not listening to me i was like yeah i was i was just listening to you this is what you just said and he's like no you're still doing it right now and and as he was saying it before he got the word before he got the sentence done each time i would cut him off Mm -hmm. and i cut him off (laughs) he's like dad you're still doing it you're still doing it and Tears started filling up in his eyes. He's like, Dad, you're still doing it. And I was like, I'm not. I couldn't, I didn't know what he was talking about. I was just so frustrated. And I finally sat back and just said, oh, D de- agitate the system right here. Get get more calm for a second. Because my son's trying to tell me something and I'm not getting it. He's saying I'm not getting it. I think I'm getting it, but I'm not getting it. And all of a sudden it just like, as soon as I'm present enough, <laughs> it hits me. And I start laughing. <laughs> My son and I laughed for like the next, I don't know how long together learning to laugh at ourselves because the seriousness of how we take all this, we're taking it serious. Yes. It's serious for all of us. It's sacred to me. Every moment of this is sacred to me. Every moment of my day is sacred to me. If you want to know an intentional life, walk into my very haphazard, aloof looking like, I mean, I'm, I'm a kind of a messy human but we all are in certain ways. I've only gained certain But you're being
1: sport. authentic to yourself.
2: I'm looking at Brandy's reaction there, Brandy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but also you're being authentic to your truth, right? Like you're living life true to you. And that's as as authentic as you want it to be. And I think... Truly, I'm learning so much, by the way, guys. So I'm really self-reflecting and listening. So when you're asking if you're the listener or the talker, I was like, both. I want to be both. <laughs> is it possible to be both, Ken? Or do you have to pick a yeah, listener? Okay.
4: Because what are you? Well, yeah, if you have this ability to actually be, just be instead of think, well, then what is your thinker? Your thinker is your ego. Just just think of your ego sitting in the pilot seat, just like clinging onto the wheel, just so tight, not wanting to let go of one single even finger because that's attached. This is like, no, that's what I really am. I, I believe that finger exists right there. So you're hanging on so tight. And then you keep on making all these decisions because everything before you is constant contrast. I prefer this. I don't prefer this. I prefer this. I don't prefer this. Every moment. It's always now. And you're just constantly doing what you want. Anybody who thinks they're not being selfish right now just doesn't know how it really works. We're all being selfish right now. It's not bad. It's how life really works. Now, what do you want your story to look like? Do you want to empower yourself or do you want to keep on acting like you're a prisoner? Um,
2: So, Ken, that reminds me of uh, what I read, how you, the the definition of badass. Um, You said, listen to learn, then speak your unique truth courageously. And I like that because that just goes with what you're saying about listening and talking, but, but definitely listen to learn and then speak courageously your truth. And I think that's, that ties in with everything you're talking about, whether it's the podcast or whether it's the films or whether it's connection, it is, it is exactly that.
4: Yeah. And I wouldn't say it's like, then it's just either or because right now in this very moment, you're doing the listening and I'm doing the talking. And just one second ago, I was doing the talking, but we can be learning while we're mm-hmm. talking as well. Haven't you ever had it been sitting there just and all of a sudden you're... <laughs> uh, oh,
3: I'm it? in that <laughs> moment right now. I
1: am in that moment right now. And I do think it's just so... Um, refreshing in a sense because like what you were just talking about, kind of about selfish, right? I think for some people, we think selfish has got this like negative connotation to it. So of course, we're not going to admit we're selfish because that means I'm not a good person, in quote, right? Or I I'm great, like it's a it's a negative word or for, for some people it is. But it's that's just humanity, right? We can be selfish people. What just own that? That's part of your story. It doesn't have to have a negative connotation with it. It's just being transparent. Like at times I can be selfish. And I think that's empowering and refreshing. Just own your truth. Mm-hmm. And it goes with what you're saying too, about the constructs, because you
2: said we create our own constructs and we live yeah. within those. And so the word selfish, we've been raised to think that that's something that's negative. You know, somebody asked me the other day, we were talking about a, how are you doing today on a schedule or a, a you know, between one to 10. And I was like, I'm probably not very high today because I'm sitting in front of my work computer. And they even commented, well, that's, you created what you think you should be feeling because you're sitting in front of your laptop instead of really this moment, you can be at a 10, you're hundred percent at a 10 and this moment, it doesn't mean that that 10 is going to stay the same all the time. It's going to change through your experiences and conversations and the people you interact. But I'll tell you, I'm definitely at a 10 right now. Ah!
1: Because we're making that choice. And I think that's what's so I find in empowering, listening and connecting with Brandy and Kent tonight, and obviously always with you, my partner in crime, Tina, but we are in more control. We have more say of what life looks like, our trajectory, what it looks like each interaction, each moment I can. I have that power. I have the choice to determine, am Mm -hmm. I showing up as a 10 or am I going to tell myself a story? Oh, I'm so tired or X, Y, and Z. And so I'm low energy, or I can choose to be present, be connected and dive in, right. And give it its due diligence that it deserves.
4: Yeah. And that d- diligence doesn't have to even feel like effort. That's right. the, that's the beautiful part about the whole thing. When you, when you find a place of balance, everything feels effortless because you're just saying what feels most naturally, what's my most natural thing I actually want to do next. And so when you learn how to get out of your own way, then you have more energy flowing through your whole body. And, and also there's more instruction in there and you're like, Oh, that's the area. Oh, that's the thing. Oh, that's the person. Oh, that's the, and so we're just navigating based on this internal sensing it's hard to put into words, but we just the experience then it it overcomes all of our thinking. The thinking process, the some of the smartest, so-called smartest, well, <laughs> we have on the planet that I personally know and that have as friends, they're in there, there's some of them are struggling the most are having the hardest time right now. I mean, they're just like having the most difficult time. All this, you know, it's like, it's gotta be this way or this way. Are you, are you vaccinated or are you not vaccinated? Are you wearing a mask or are you not wearing a mask? Are you, it's always this or that it's like, which side of the battle are you on? And there's violence inside and they don't even realize that they're saying I'm a violent person still. Every time they talk, because they're just saying, I know that it has to be the fight. There's nothing wrong with it. There's nothing wrong with being that. But there is more. There are other mm-hmm. skills that you can gain. I'm a professional at being not empathetic and all the other things. And I think I just basically, I felt like I didn't really have a good father figure. I felt like I wasn't a very good father in some ways. I felt like I was in some ways. I felt like, man, I just want to be, I just want to be. A better me. Why don't I stop paying attention to all this other shit out here for a second? And just actually just thought, really just try to be a better me all the time and just actually lean in. When I was doing that whole like that, I told you guys I was 318 pounds.
3: Mm-hmm. My
4: son was with me. He was living with me at the time. He can attest to this. I wasn't on an exercise program. I didn't go and do uh, on any diet. I ate anything I wanted. I eat like gourmet food. I mean, Brandy can attest. I like food. I like. Oh, then eat. we're
1: coming over to your guys' house. Right?
4: Yeah, we're invited hundred right? percent. Thank you. Right? All right.
1: I'm 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 holding you to this, Ken. And Brandy and Tina can. are a witness.
4: Can. We're okay. going hardcore umami night.
1: Oh, I'm so excited.
4: <laughs> um, And I don't remember where it was.
1: So when you were living with your weight, son yeah. and you were three and yeah, so 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 your I'm, journey.
4: Yeah. And so my, the, the socially constructed world out there. So if I was watch, watching the telly or the, looking at the social media, they're just going to tell me here are all the ways that you can be successful losing weight. And I grew up a fat guy. So I know exactly how you can lose weight every single possible way. Anything I ever did, it always worked. So no, no matter when I was just, when I turned the switch on and I said, all right, now I want to actually self-care. That was when all the weight would start coming off, and I did it a bunch of times. Became really a professional at that. Feels like, then I uh, started to tell different things to myself, finding that you know whatever we believe is what really happens in life. So if we believe we're so scared that something's going to happen, why aren't why aren't we going to afford the higher version of ourselves? Why wouldn't we afford ourselves that thing if we want to keep on paying attention to it? We obviously want to give that thing some love. So we're just going to keep on doing it until we do, or we can just deal with it, reconcile it right now, figure out that it's all a, a thing that was just a made up thing anyway, and we can transcend it if we want to. It's all possible, but, um, I just lost my train of thought again.
3: Effortlessness in losing weight.
4: not Yes. Yeah, so, so I'm, I'm, I'm not on an exercise program. I'm not, um, losing i mean i'm not um eating i'm eating anything i want and and i lost i lost 110 pounds in seven months oh wow blew my mind like i was i and and the only thing that changed during this entire time was that i had i had said to myself i want to know what it's like now to start living more present and so as i was just spending more time sitting there leaning into little edges in my body I'm getting an exercise. I didn't know this, but when you get the big old huge psoas muscles, nice and loose, you, you, you sweat a lot. So you're like generating all this heat and it's like the same kind of thing, like a workout. So I would lay there and just laying there feeling what felt to be this effortless way of leaning into an edge. We all have these physical edges, emotional edges, social edges, spiritual edges, all these different kinds of edges. And I'd lean into this physical edge and it was like effortlessly watching it just change. And it's changing and it's changing and it's changing. And so now I just keep on doing that. And I'm trying to get my body to the point where I can move everything full to where I have full capacity because I don't want to have any limitations because I know that all of it is just me getting in my own way. And I don't like that idea anymore of getting in my own way because it seems kind of childish. Yeah. And then sometimes I do want to get in my own way, though. And there's nothing wrong with that either. <laughs> We all we love our comfort zones. We go right back into them.
1: Well, (laughs) I just suck you in. (laughs) No, I just love the permission just to be. I love the permission just to be who it is you are aspiring to be, who you want to be. And it's okay to make mistakes too in that journey. We're not always going to be on point. And so I think that's refreshing is just permission just to be.
4: Yes. Yes, exactly. Just be you, the real you. That's the most attractive thing to me. It's the most attractive thing to everybody that I know of. When you see somebody go up on the idol stage and they let it all out, and everybody can tell that they let it all out. Yeah, you're crying, yeah. really crying. Yeah. you are applauding another part of us. Mm-hmm.
1: Yes, do that thing, and it's do contagious too, right? Yes, it is.
4: Yes, no, I contagious. love that. There's nothing wrong with it. There's so many people that want to. No, no, you can't do that. No, you can't do that. And, but. We can do anything we want.
1: Oh, I love that. Um, so tell us what could our listeners expect from the badass show? What what does that look like?
4: One single badass after another. I love it. So I I don't want to have any preconceived expectation or notion about it because I still don't even know. All I I know is it feels effortless and beautiful and like it's supposed to be a part of this story for Mm -hmm. all of us because we can if we want to
2: so what advice would you both give your younger self
3: let's hear it brandy (laughs) oh yikes um do you have an answer
4: (laughs) oh yeah i I I could talk to my younger self for uh, a long time so yeah we're i would Go ahead if you if you ask something.
5: Well, um, I've I've always enjoyed learning, always. And I when I first started taking out student loans, I thought doesn't matter. I'm going to be in school the rest of my life, so I don't have to pay them back. Didn't know I had to be in school full time the rest of my life. <laughs> learning, learning is um, like I I wish I had just told myself that it's enjoyable and it's okay to love it rather than, you know, kids think school is sometimes, oh, we have to do it. Mm -hmm. Um, I loved it. Um, my, and I still do. I absolutely love learning. So I would have probably just told my younger self to always stick with that love and look at it. Like that's, yeah. That's what I love to do. So keep, mm-hmm. keep doing it. Keep learning.
1: I love that.
3: Yes.
4: Beautiful. I like that. Um, I would say to my younger self, I would, I would help my younger self understand the concept somehow by experience, just like I already have that it suffering's <laughs> suffering is optional. Suffering is a hundred percent optional. And I didn't believe that. Even existed. I didn't know that was a way you could live life before because I had been taught that it was this extremely important, really noble part of life that had to happen. And in my story, it what it did, it was. So how can I say, but it's, it is optional. I would tell a younger version of myself that it's an optional thing. And that this is a playground and that you don't need to be taken this seriously. Lean into your desire to make yourself laugh lean into entertaining yourself, lean into letting go of this idea that you're broken because you've got something very unique to give to this world and you just get out of your own way and you'll go be it right right this very minute, right now. We can all go do it right this very minute. And every single one of us listening can all just choose right this very second to just go and do something different than we've ever done before be something talk to somebody we haven't talked mend some bridge build some wall i mean a, 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 take down some wall just be more the you that you actually want to be none of us is right or wrong we're all right here being selfish <laughs> hey selfish one <laughs> now what do you want to be
3: <laughs> <laughs>
4: it's all beautiful it's all so beautiful it's all yes it so
2: you could just fell it When you, when you use those words and, and, and share it like that, that beauty, you just feel inside your, just feel inside yourself. Um, I can be anything I want. I can be in this moment. I can be whatever I want. And in the next moment, I'll be in that moment. And I think that's such a great reminder for all of us to just be and to be the best me I can be. Absolutely. It's hard.
4: it's hard. It's hard when you're raised with the idea that it's a right or a wrong. There is a right, there's a good and an evil way to actually say words. There's a good and a, and yes, you can actually just do extreme, you know, potential harm to a person with words, right? Right. But you can also choose to do something different. You can choose to beautify them with your words.
3: Mm-hmm. It's
4: just all power. Like, if I want to use my power to be violent, that's what i do and a lot of us still think that violence is the answer and it's just a thing it's just a thing you can go be violent if you want to there's nothing wrong with it you are impacting people though you're impacting other parts of you that and if you really knew what's happening inside of you you might want to see that you've got some other things you could do because i think what you really want is something different than this seems like what you really want is to be heard and seen and understood so why not come be on the Badass Show so we can hear you speak your unique truth to the world?
2: <laughs> That's right.
1: I want to see everybody lining up at your door. <laughs> oh, they will be. They will be. Um, it's such an amazing platform that you guys are creating, and I'm so excited. And I, I'll say, Bertina and I, we both are excited to see all of the lives that you guys continue to touch with everything that you guys are doing, and really. Um, showing people with compassion, love, dignity, including people. Um, I really have to just tell you, Ken, I love when you were mentioning just a little bit ago about how some of your greatest teachers are people that are homeless in our community. Cause I think for some people, um, the homeless community, they're invisible to people at times. And I think, um, if we want to say society but you some people you see somebody who's homeless and it's oh you know stay away like don't engage right don't you know keep, go walk across the street you know don't engage and you just seeing the humanity and recognizing people that that's still a human right like showing them with dignity and they're still part of our community even if they're their home is being homeless right they're still part of Ogden they're still part of our community so they're part of being seen they deserve to be seen they deserve to be valued and be um to be witnessed as well so i just have to tell you i just appreciate you sharing that with us
4: you're welcome yeah it's something that i drive right through that whole i just drive i mean it's we were just having a conversation earlier today about it it's, i mean there's a lot of meth around here right it's the reality there's a bunch of, i mean you drive around you see that it's okay yeah there's a meth thing there's some meth i don't want us to not talk about that let's talk about that that's what is that so, what can we do? somebody's listening right now that actually knows somebody or has their own meth thing, we all know some we all. So, what is it about that? If we're attached to our story, meth stays important. If we I have a really close friend, he's got a little five-year-old daughter. He's all strung out on meth. I love this guy. And he, out of honoring, because he loves me, he won't come and be around me when he's on meth. But he so badly wants to be with his daughter. Mm. He's driving him crazy inside and he thinks he's going insane. And so he, he starts acting all crazy and he's acting and everybody says, oh, he's a mentally insane guy. This happens to be one of the most loving humans that I personally know, who has such massive capacity, who not yet aware of his actual little gift that he's going to give to everybody. <laughs> that Right now he's in the middle of actually figuring out some stuff. But he deserves to hear that right now he's not broken
3: mm-hmm.
4: and that he can choose anything else he wants, including any kind of future he wants with his daughter, anything. It's all possible. There's not one single limitation. None of your past matters as of right now. You can always say that to yourself. None of my past matters except for as, as unless unless I wanted to. And then you can add all the stuff that you think of into every other potential little collaboration. But we can always just go back to pure honesty right here. Everything is as it is. Do I surrender to everything as it is? Or do I keep on resisting? Do I keep on fighting up against this whole thing and act like I'm better than it, stronger than it, more important than it? Just let go. Find out how badass everybody around you really is, Mm. how it's all, they're all right there for you. They're in your family. Hell yeah. They're your number (laughs) one teacher. They're right there. They're always constantly there. They're showing you. So every time you're mad at somebody guaranteed, you could just stop and just say, why is it that I actually, it's a fairness thing. Okay. It's all about me. Okay. And always comes back to, yep. I guess I have something I can be learning here
1: that self reflection oh i can't even talk sorry that self reflection can be such a powerful tool i think for sometimes people it's scary to really um dig into our emotions or ask ourselves why am i feeling this way because sometimes we may be afraid of what that answer is going to come up of, of our why but when we're able to surrender as you've been saying and be vulnerable and be courageous and just accept you flaws and all if you even want to word it that way that it can be trans. It really can be a metamorphosis. of your life, you can really change your life when you're really just willing to just to dive in, even if it's the uncomfortable emotions is what I'll call it.
4: Yeah, exactly. There are lots of uncomfortable emotions and they feel like uncomfortable at first. And if we actually approach them, it's like, we're timid at first, but if we actually just like get bold enough to just like go brave into our emotions and say, Hey, I want to know what that full, I want to know what that pain just feels like. I want to just go into it. If you just sit there with it, you, you find out really quickly that everything keeps on changing. Everything keeps on changing. Everything keeps on changing. And so it's not a fixed thing anymore. And so you're like observing that it keeps on changing. And so it's like this, oh, well now I'm beyond that pain. And so it's not that pain anymore. So now what do I call it? Well, I'm, a, I'm aware of it. I'm associating with it. I'm, it's normalized with me. It's like, I guess I'm, oh, it's just part of me. Oh, okay. I balance that area out now. So I've taken this little area that had resistance and I just took some love and awareness there. The longer I stay there, the more I find out it keeps on changing. And all of a sudden I realize, Oh, I'm beyond the actual perceived limitation of this physical or this emotional or this, whatever edge, the hard emotions, Are just the most instructive. They're just like the, they're they're telling you, hey, you're being thick headed right now. You're resisting it all here. I'm going to give you some strong ones. Just feel this stuff and watch how therapeutic it is. Just let it just flow right through you. And it is literally like a river right straight to the now. Emotions are so important for us to experience. There's no thinking that can trump an experience. The experience always transcends any thinking about the experience. So we are just literally the art project that we were putting forth so far. We all are choosing every moment of it, manifesting every single thing, just not yet aware that we're the ones that are doing it.
3: Mm.
4: We can empower ourselves right here to do it more and more. I'm so damn weak and small and not. I mean, I have all these things that I want to go and learn how to do. I have this long list of all these skills that I want to go and gain I just simply just sat down and said, all right, what would intentionality look like for me? All right. What's the first word? I have a blank slate. I'm just a black round dot. That's all I am. I had an experience one time. Um, I don't know if I'm even allowed to talk about this on here, but I'm just going to tell you anyway, I had an experience when I was on, I, I took, a. I took DMT psychedelic.
1: Oh, I know what that is. My husband's taught me about it. <laughs> he watched a documentary. Powerful. So I know what DMT is.
4: Extremely powerful experience. Um, the same, you go to the exact same place. When you meditate, when you do DMT, when you do magic mushrooms, you go to the same place. You go right here to the now. Because we suppress that part of the prefrontal cortex that actually identifies as an individual. So you suppress it. And then all of a sudden, so then you start to experience what it feels like to be in the now. And I can tell you all kinds of, I mean, I'd sound like a crazy person if I tried to tell you all the experiences that I had inside the now. But but we're all right here right now. We're all already here. And so we can make this anything we want it to be. We can just come up with any old thing. This can just be any kind of collaboration. This, this initial conversation, these initial two conversations that we've had can turn into us actually having created some new form of plant that actually brings some new thing to the plant for all we know. Mm -hmm. There's no possible limitation on it. We're just all badasses.
1: I love it. So I will tell you. So one of the questions we usually ask our um, guest, I'm going to kind of take a different spin on We usually ask people, how have you chosen to dare to rise within your own life? But I want to ask you, um, tell us how you guys have been a badass within your own life. I want to hear what your guys' story is. How have you chosen to be a badass, Brandy? (laughs) Um,
4: Brandy is... Definitively choosing to be badass,
5: <laughs> I will. <laughs> um, I just gave up. So during COVID, and I lost my job. Have been on unemployment, um, struggling to find a job for several years, um, and then I start working at Pinterest and was making decent money for the first time in a long time but didn't love it. I didn't love the nine to five. I didn't love working from home, but not being present for my kids, um, or myself or, and wasn't loving what I was doing every day and just Ken coming into my life and saying, Hey, let's do this. I said, all right, I'm going to do it. I'm going to quit i'm moving forward whatever that looks like and i'm and i i do i i love that i gave that up with Mm -hmm. no yes it took me a little bit of time to think but not that long i was like no i'm done i'm ready to do what i i want to do what i
3: love to do on a daily basis oh yeah
4: when i first met brandy it was like these little moments of like, oh my gosh, there's this the really uniqueness that I was so attracted to, and like, but it was um, just one thing after another where I was like, well, but she's fixing that way, and 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 like, how do I relate to that because she's fixing that way? And this, uh, we've known each other for a little over a year now, and I've just watched her this entire time, just, just like this blossoming, just caterpillar just coming out of her cocoon just turning into a butterfly she's spreading her wings and she's just right just it's so beautiful it's so beautiful to watch and i and i i do this thing called surrender lab surrender to this the most powerful word i found in lab just because we can observe instead of act like we're right about stuff and as i as surrender lab is just a way for us to like learn how to like d de- you know learn little skills to help us get more presence There's no agenda to it other than just like get present. So we're just getting out of our own way. So at least for now we're honest. And so um, I was doing this one particular thing that I've done for a lot of people so far. And when I did it with Brandy, it was unbelievable to me how quickly her body was able to do this. It was just a simple little, um, you, you have to take, you're trying to take your awareness to just different parts of your body. And sometimes it takes a little longer to get there, but she was just traveling around very quickly and able to, I was like, how, you know, tell me when you can get there. Cause I've done this for a lot of people. and A lot of people take sometimes and some people can't even get feeling in certain areas. It just takes, they need some more sensitivity training in that area. So anyway, she, I witnessed her um, just one thing after another, just constantly. I mean, how do you keep up with a crazy lunatic like me? (laughs) Like just like bouncing off the walls all the time, the high energy and got like, you know, I want to, it's, it's amazing when you got this whole vortex of all these possibilities around, you know, you just have to, it's exhilarating. So I just watched this girl do nothing but blossom before my eyes. And it's been just absolutely beautiful. Very beautiful. Mm
1: -hmm. I love it. You guys balance, you balance each other out. So Ken, how would you say, how have you been a badass within
4: your own life? Well, look at me.
1: Well duh. I'm like it's pretty self-explanatory but I asked Brandy, so I'm going to ask
4: you what I've created so far. I I've, I've I'm I'm not saying to brag I'm just saying, I'm just saying I know that I'm looking at you. Oh,
1: that's I'm not bragging. So that's much, owning it. Yeah.
4: Oh, I know. Yeah, it's not it's just I'm looking at I'm I'm seeing right now. I'm seeing the energy coming from you guys so high, so beautiful, so brilliant, so amazing. I, I mean what you're doing is just powerful and empowering to the rest of us. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. The gratitude is so full that ability to have that gratitude is a skill that I've gained. I kept on wanting to have more gratitude in my life because I knew that it felt better. And so I just know So one of the most badass things that I've done is I've just leaned in and I said, Hey, I know that we can gain any skill. We want to, I have a tons of skills that I don't have yet. And I'm still not relatable in certain ways. I'm still not all these things. I'm just trying, just like all the rest of us. I'm not any better than anybody at all. It's the opposite. No, I can laugh at every single ounce of me thinking that I'm anything. I'm not, I'm, I'm a black round dot. <laughs> I'm just nothing but a black round dot. What do I want to put inside of there? It can be anything. And by the way, that black round dot is so powerful for me because I had an experience when I was on DMT, where I became, I had to accept the reality that I was just a black round dot and I had to surrender or else I was going to feel all the pain of what it, was there for me to feel if I didn't surrender. So I just surrendered everything and came out with this idea that, oh yeah, I am. I I guess I just have this blank slate. I can just create anything I want. And And so now, and yeah, so now I can just look into any single person's black round pupils in their eyes and see nothing but potential for them and for me to co-create right here in the now. Anything we want.
1: I love that so much. And by the way, we're so honored to have you guys on our platform. We love what you guys are about. We're so excited to see all the things that you guys continue to do and to watch your guys' um, badass show grow and your platform grow. And you definitely have an ally with the DTR girls. So thank you guys so much for coming on tonight. It really was transformational for me. Um, learning a lot. Um, Tina K. Yes. It's a beautiful moment to share. It really was. We learned so much, but we really are so grateful for your guys' time tonight. Thank you so much for sharing your wisdom, your story. It was so inspiring. And we're just so grateful that you're now part of the Dare to Rise family.
4: We are glad to. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We love you girls. Oh, we thank love you, you guys so
1: much. Thank <laughs> you guys again.
4: Good soon. Oh away. yeah,
1: we are. <laughs> it's, it's, it's happening.
3: Nicole,
2: <laughs> the, this interview tonight, um, I felt it was really epic. Yeah. Fantastic. Transformational, um, insightful, definitely inspiring in the moment. too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I,
1: I just, I love all of the, you know, Ogden is just a special place. Always has been, always will be. And it's just amazing, the amazing, unique people that we have in our community and just, they bring so, so much positivity and just so much energy. And it truly is people like Ken and Brandy, it's contagious. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it definitely,
2: they definitely through the conversation and you know, that it happens outside of this podcast, you could just feel the energy, but just that, um, drive for connection, um, for, for communication, for listening. Um, but really that's just more. Being inclusive through right. communication and energy, and just bringing people together and and uh, I really liked what he said about uh, finding the badass in each one of us, you know.
1: Well, knowing your intention, and I love that doing things intentionally, knowing mm-hmm. your why behind why you choose what you choose, and owning owning that, owning that choice.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, and when you talk about choice, I, I
2: wrote down to suffering as optional, um, that really stuck with me too. I think oh, me too. it kind of goes with some of our past guest conversations, but just that it is optional. We, we have a choice, um, to do something different.
1: We, oh, well, yeah. there's so much, there's so much we can learn through suffering. And I think when we talked about in our last interview and just conversations you and I even have even grief, they can be some of our biggest teachers of life. You know, I think sometimes we associate, you know, teachers with happier emotions, if we want to call it that and not Mm -hmm. the uncomfortable ones, but that's really where we're stretching and we're growing. And when we lean in, that's where we're really finding our true self or just owning more of our own story. Yep.
2: And that kind of goes into his comments about the constructs, you know, that either they're constructs that have been shaped by the people that uh, have raised us have been um the community influencers in. yeah influencers in our life the community and and knowing that we've placed some of those on ourselves but others have placed it on them too and just really reevaluating what that looks like and that just kind of opens up more opportunity to connect with people and maybe change the way we're looking at things
1: well and then also just you know if the the past stories are negative, so to speak, those you have the choice not to carry that with you forever. And I think in so many conversations we've been talking about, you know, not giving the past so much power over our presence and making, making the choice, right. Making that choice to move beyond that and that our past doesn't define our present, our future and if we are being intentional with our time and our purpose and being in the now, it doesn't matter what happened or what you know mistake we made or what story somebody was saying about who we are. We know who we are mm-hmm. and being intentional with with our with our purpose and what our choices are. Mm-hmm. Being in the moment is beautiful. Oh, I love that. Mm-hmm. So what do you think the call to action for our listeners? Well, there were so many great nuggets and I really think who, I think your call to action will come just kind of based on whatever you're needing, like it will come Mm -hmm. to you, but really I loved, um, leaning in.
3: Yes, I did too.
1: Yep.
2: Uh, I think it connected to me also as just being a better me Mm -hmm. in the moment and each moment, uh, just leaning in and trusting what that looks like.
1: No, absolutely. And so again, thank you so much. Um, our DTR family, we appreciate your guys' support. Thank you for, you know, showing so much love and this journey that we've been on creating this platform in this community with everybody please continue to reach out to us via our email address check out um, our social media platforms as always and we're going to have all of the information for the badass show and badass films in the bio of this episode please make sure you go support our local artists our local Mm -hmm. filmmakers our local game you know community changers they are doing so much they're what Brandy and Ken are doing are bringing so much good. And again, so much inclusivity into our community when there has been a lot of division. And so people who are trying to make positive changes, we need to show them more love, I think. So just thank you guys so much. And until next time, always remember to dare to rise.
0: City, I know you want to be there, I bring you in, party in the club like that track from Fiddy, cause life is so good, let's go and vibe with me, riding downtown in New York City, I know you want to be there, I bring you with me, this is what I'm doing, tell me that you want to do it with me, this is what I'm doing, tell me that you'll do it with me, baby, every day I'm doing, improving myself and what I do, this is what I gotta do i yeah. you. Yeah.